Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Welcome to another sparkling edition of Plank of the Week. We are here uh, in the very, very exciting studio at News UK, and I've got with me the two cohorts of Plank that have been here all year so far. Uh, Kevin O'Sullivan, of course, Dawn Neeson. It's amazing how this has gone. We're now in April. I know. We've been doing this for four months. Gone so far. Now, this used to be a show where I changed the, uh, the panel every week, but apparently people quite like the fact that you're doing it all the time now. Yeah, Not least well, because rules argue with each other. Yeah. Do you know what's funny about <laughs> it? You, you, do get, couple. you do get people. <laughs> you do get people coming and say, "Why can't you bury the guests up?" And you go, "I don't know. Have you heard about this, uh, this COVID crisis? Yeah. You know the restrictions." Sort of like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so we can't actually get that many people to the building. But the thing is, we might end up sticking with this. Because uh, it works. Because it's really good, isn't it? Yeah. Please tell people me. Like I like it. nothing yeah. more than rowing with Dawn. Also, if you're now watching this show on YouTube, you can also listen to a show that I do and actually explain why you've done it. Mm. Because I thought it was outrageous like you. Yeah. I thought it was absolutely way over the top and not actually very helpful to what is a quite mm. a febrile atmosphere well, at the, the moment. The, you know? This is what I don't He's basically, you know, <clears throat> he's, he's basically sort of goading people into mm. doing something. Well, this is what I don't understand with the left, with the, the whole racism row. They try to fight division and hatred by creating more division yeah. and hatred. Yeah. Why so, like would you say, do there that? There were so many people disappointed by the fact that this report didn't say what they wanted it to yeah. say. I mean, it didn't really like it. It didn't exonerate Britain. All countries have got a problem with racism. Of course yeah. they I, I say it's a part of the human condition. Yeah, right. Unfortunately, you'll never get rid of it. Uh, but it did say that no one sets out to be racist in this country. There is no institutional racism. And in fact, the way we tackle <coughs> racism should shine as a beacon yeah. to every other country in the world uh, who wants to get rid of racism in their country. So we've been actually rather good in that respect. Not good enough for Labour. No. Furious. Absolutely furious. No, no, no. This is a racist hellhole. Yes. Absolutely. Although Clive no, Lewis, of course, it's not. not the first time Clive Lewis has had a little problem. Do you remember? Uh, it's not a word I'm going to use, but he was at a, a yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt, is what the we do. UWT, the merger of the NASU and then WT. Yes. Is it? Yes, it was, and so that happened long. in the it happened in the nineties. I see. And they right. are the largest teaching union. Yeah, They're I'll, not as pure as a driven. How can stuff. we forget? No. They've got issues. a party around my house. Bunting <laughs> out. This Save week. God's sake. Stop her. It's too early. Huh. I don't have to one more thing. Look, I don't <laughs> want to have to referee another bleeding bickering outfit from you two. Come on. Let's get on with it, shall we? Come on then. Let's get on with Come it. On. Stop Let's interrupting Let's get on yourself. with it. Actually, we haven't got time for this. What's no. your right. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Any case, it's, they are holding their annual conference remotely, obviously, this week. And they have um, um, passed a motion, which sounds painful, and it probably is, um, about how schools must decolonise the oh, curricula- yeah. curriculum across all subjects, including maths and science and cookery. And cookery. cookery, I know how you decolonise de- cookery. cookery. I am not one hundred percent sure, but in any Stop case, cooking um, curries. I don't know. The, like that. Well, no, because all, that's not colonisation. People in India actually make curries and eat them. 
So how would that be colonisation of cooking? Well, it, was a, it was a maths that confused me because, I mean, evidently I was listening to someone explain it this morning and she was explaining it that it's very important that children understand that maths originated in the Middle East. Yes. Yeah. Forget the two Why? plus two equals four. <laughs> Why is it important? Which, well, because it's, because it's important. But the, the basic... I don't believe it did anyway. Well, it might Everybody have has to count. Does what, it matter where it What school do you originated? go to? Any case, all subjects... So who started maths then? I don't know. I, don't, I didn't get to a it's decent school, quite East. clearly. Everybody has is to it, start. Everybody had to get involved. Is in it the ancient, um, ancient Egyptian? It's racist it's very, against the, those of us in the north. It's very <laughs> important. Well, that's fair enough. It's very important to ensure black visibility in teaching. Right. Design, technology, modern foreign languages, science, English, music, geography, art, everything, basically. Yes. Everything needs to be decolonised and told from a black point of view. But they've got a point, OK, we do need to understand. Well, no, no, I don't but, think they have, but, 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 the, but what makes them particularly flankish, this comes out in the very week that is announced that 200,000 pupils will start secondary school barely able to read. Right. In this country in 2021. So don't you think teachers in this country... That's a bit more important, isn't it? ...will have slightly more important things to do than worrying about making cookery decolonise? Yes. It really is mad, I'd isn't it? But this is where these people end up taking themselves because they've run out of actual real issues to talk about and now they're just making stuff up as they go along because they think it's the right thing to do. It's, it, it is, again, it's, I hate the word, but it's the virtue signalling. It's like we are doing the right thing. And meanwhile, kids are suffering. Mm. I mean, kids have really suffered in this pandemic. Education is going to be years behind. And it's the poorer working class kids of all colours that are suffering mm. once again. Yeah. And these are the ones that the teachers should be concentrating on. And generally. that's the thing, you know, Kevin's first nomination, uh, talking about that race report that came out, nobody's talking about what they actually said which is that people are suffering in this country because of class, because class of poverty, is the thing. because of poverty, and, and actually some of the worst off kids are white, white working, working class, class. Yeah. Yeah, Nobody's, right nobody's there, taken yeah. that on. Nobody's no. gone, what about, oh, what? maybe we should tell um, history from the point of view of white working class boys. Maybe yeah. we shouldn't talk yeah. about, you know, uh, what's his name, uh, Drake, Francis Drake going around the world. Maybe we should talk about, um, you know, the, uh, the Do the Boys Hall and the kind of places where kids were sent up chimneys. Maybe we should do that. Yeah. Mm. How is that going to be any better? Mm. Why didn't we take some of the, uh, the there were lots of positive elements of the race report. Why didn't we gather around those yeah, instead of trying exactly. to make it more negative? To go back to your uh, nomination, uh, Dawn, you know, th what this is, what worries me about this is the reason America's falling apart of the scenes is because, and this has been going on in the States probably since the 80s, certainly through the 90s. It was happening while you and I were there, Mike. And now this is a nation that is obsessed, obsessed with gender, uh, mm. sexuality and race. Mm. It's obsessed with those three elements and it is destroying itself. Yeah. And uh, we are following suit. We are following suit. And do you we think, are doing the same. Dawn, do you think that this is coming from the education sector? Because I think it is. I think it's starting in primary schools, which yeah. is what they're talking about. Uh, well, it's carrying on in secondary schools and it's carrying on in universities. It is. And I, I just think, you know, and it's starting even younger, Mike, because the other report that came out this week was from the Early Years Coalition, which oh, yeah. represents 10 of thousands of preschool centres yeah. and they have told nursery preschool teachers, being under the age of what four four yeah so they have told nursery teachers who look after toddlers white privilege that right. they need to be aware under that the children need to understand white privilege and they need to help the, the kids 
uh, recognise racist behaviours. We're talking about toddlers. I'm talking about kids that sit in, in a sandpit eating sand. Exactly. Right? What are you going to tell them about well, people's they, skin colour? They, they, they don't do, even know. They, they don't, don't even recognise anybody's skin colour. Babies, color. all they see is another baby to play with. Yeah. Which is unconscious bias, isn't it? This is the teaching of kids about race. If we didn't teach them about race, they wouldn't be racist. They wouldn't. No, of course not. No. You know, no it, this it, is the problem. Most people that, don't care about this. What stuff. is being created now is a kind of apartheid system yeah, in this exactly. country, uh, whereby if you are uh, considered to be wrong, uh, it's probably because your skin colour is the wrong colour. But guess what? It's not because you're black, it's because you're white. These That's idiot politicians, they want to start realising what motivates people. Here's what mo motivates people. Keeping a roof over their heads, feeding their kids, yeah. keeping a car in the drive, going to Spain mm. once a year for yeah. a nice holiday. That's the big That's motivation it. for mm. people. They're not sitting around going, oh, this race report really let us down. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, these politicians are so <laughs> far off the uh, They're not living case lives when it comes no, to no. what As people say, really think there's about. There's a huge amount of the socio-economic factor involved in this as well and it is not helping poor and it's normally boys yeah black boys and white boys poor working-class kids in inner city actually make something of their lives and by talking about the the most important thing for their education is that they're aware of the you know the colonization of all the subjects they're learning about we need to educate these mm. kids. Education. They're teaching the kids how to be racist. Yeah, is what yeah, they're doing. yeah they are. Education is Idiots. the key to freedom and the one way out of the poverty trap, as everyone, including Martin Luther King, who knew a bit about this, says education is the key to freedom and we're depriving our kids of yes. that. So that is what makes the teaching I see union that, um, kids, little kids do not see race. No. These idiot teachers are but determined people, that they will. Say, but we used to say, did we not, you know, people are not born racist because they're no. not. Of course and they're they not. they become racist as yeah. a result of some but kind of teachers um, teaching experience yeah. that they have. But, but, don't but, you, but basically, this is making people racist. Of course yeah. it is. But don't you think, boys, that the only time that you are completely innocent, you don't yeah, see well, race, you don't yeah, see when gender. When you're like two years old. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, when you're a kid, a little kid. You just see other little kids. Kids. I know it is quite it's remarkable. It's Finding racism where it's not. That's yeah. what yeah. unconscious well, it's a bit bias, like, what critical doing race is going, theory. See that kid over there who's got different colour skin to you. You know, make sure you treat them the same. Yeah. When was, <laughs> why, you know, why would you do like, that? Why are you pointing that out? Yeah. The madness of unconscious bias and critical race theory is to tell a nation that isn't racist that although you think you're not racist, yeah. you, you are. are. Yes. You're finding a problem where there isn't one. Well, that's it what they said to Sharon Osbourne. Absolutely insane. Yeah. That's what they said to Sharon yeah. Osbourne on that show in America. Mm. The View, is it called? Yeah. yeah. Um, the, they, the talk. Mm. The talk, sorry. Um, and where they basically said, yeah, well, you should understand that you are racist. And she went, do you mean I don't know that I'm racist? And they went, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And she's going, okay, well, then I'm really sorry. And then they fired her anyway. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. I know. Unbelievable. Right. Well, I'm going to move away from the race aspect of things for my first nomination. And I'm afraid, Racist. once again, uh, it is the <laughs> Metropolitan Police. Well, it, there is a race aspect to this. Oh, good, good, good. There it's always the, is. It's the Metropolitan Police who, on Good Friday, you know, one of the holiest days of the year, if you happen to be a Christian, uh. and even more so if you're a Catholic, probably, uh, they decided to visit the Christ the King Polish Catholic Church in Balham in South London uh, late on Friday afternoon because somebody grasped them up because basically what they were doing in there was not uh, having an orgy of sex and violence. They weren't uh, all having some kind of ridiculous drugs party. They were not in any way cutting up the deal that they'd just stolen from a bank. It's quite a big day in church. Quite a big day, Good Friday. They were having quotes a church service yeah. right <laughs> in now, a church on good friday uh, you know get the blue lights on yeah, yeah. lads right <laughs> get it there, you know get the old right squad on you're with the sweeney come on 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, you vicar! Get your trousers get your on. against the wall. So, so here's, here's what they said. I mean, this is, could actually have been from a Monty Python sketch. This is what the police officer, who everybody saw in the video, who got up on the altar to say, said, this gathering is unfortunately unlawful under the coronavirus regulations we have currently. I suggest, ladies and gentlemen, that although it is Good Friday, and I appreciate you may like to worship, that this gathering is unlawful, so please may you leave the building now. Thank you. This is modern-day policing. And, and you know, she threatened them with fines as well. There's two things about it, right? First of all, you saw the pictures. and uh, the, They were shocked because a lot of people who couldn't get in, yeah. they couldn't get in because the church was socially distancing. Yeah. They were so doing the, it even the, So the church, so if you saw the pictures, they were definitely socially distanced, so they weren't breaking the rules anyway. Uh, and outside... Uh, the people who were trying to get in, they socially distanced mm. and they stood outside mm. to sort of enjoy the service right. as best they could. Yeah. Uh, and, and so, so worse than that, worse than that, you know, uh, old Bill, you know, super plod, right. you know, using their detective skills, they go, <laughs> I'll tell you what, I know these Christians, I know what they're like. <laughs> I bet they get back together on Easter Sunday. And they did, and, and they the police back. re-raided them. But, oh. but oh, I knew you'd do it. But they didn't issue them with any fines on the Friday. Yeah. I don't know whether they did on the Sunday. No, they threatened absolute. But it turns out also they were wrong because actually unbeknownst to most of us because no, most of us can't keep up with the bloody no, 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 well, they coronavirus change on an hourly rules basis. they've actually changed the rules now so you can have um, a gathering in a place of worship for the purposes of religion right. providing that you adhere to the coronavirus regulations and apparently well, they, well apparently according to the cops they attended and found a large number of people inside the church some of whom were not wearing masks I mean I can't say it without laughing the, the, it's so ridiculous but the uh, arch uh, bishop of, of that diocese, the Diocese of uh, Southwark, I believe. Uh, his name's John Wilson. Why do I know that? How do you uh, know? He is uh, uh, orchestrating an official complaint to the police. Because the police are refusing to apologise. And they need to apologise. Uh, and uh, the Catholic Church, to its enormous credit, is not going to take this lying down. They no, are good. demanding uh, a, an apology from yeah. the cops. I mean, thank God they didn't get to the resurrection. Otherwise, what would they have done then? Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. Right, you're Nick, Jesus. Yeah, you meant, you're dead. You meant down the what neck. What are you doing? Down the neck. He said, I said uh, look, I've got a snout. I've got a bit of information, or as they call them on the line of duty, uh, a covert human information source. Uh, a chiz. I've got a chiz. A chiz. And he's telling me, I don't, I don't know if it's true, he says, this lot, they gather every Sunday. Yeah. Oh, oh, see that Sunday, one that's their big day. That one over there is dressed up. It's pathetic, no isn't it? It's pathetic. I mean, it's like a comedy, isn't it? Well, meanwhile, outside a school in Yorkshire, a group of men are standing huddled together, most of them not wearing masks, mm. shouting the odds. Yes. And what are the police doing there? Nothing. Well, I did suggest, funnily enough, when I was on at the weekend, I said maybe they should have had their Good Friday celebration outside the school in Batley, yeah. uh, where they would have been able to that pass the Eucharist fine. around at will. Yeah. And nobody would have minded. And, 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 they could have done the Stations of the Cross if they wanted. And they were actually breaking the rules, but obviously it's an easy target, isn't it? The police at the moment are going for a group of women crying on Clapham Common, yeah. a group of older, because they were mainly older people, sitting in a church yeah. um, on Good Friday. Who were not breaking the rules. Who I mean, that, the, 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 the Sarah Everard vigil did break the rules. Yeah. yeah. But these guys were... Well, well not I mean, initially. Well, yeah, but you could argue that you could they, see if, that you, the if church... you were a complete and utter pedant, you could say, well, maybe they were sitting a bit too close together. Come on, who by cares? Way, by oh. the way, did you, did, I saw that, um, one, a big luminary in the Church of England, uh, it might have been the Archbishop of York or something, uh, said this week, this is it. We're very excited because we do believe uh, that by the summer, singing will, singing hymns will be allowed Dear again God. in church. Oh God, do you know the most?
talk, talk about setting the bar low for excitement. <laughs> you know, you're the most heartbreaking picture I saw over the East End, uh, the, the Easter weekend, was the, the little choristers. I can't remember what cathedral it was on. Mm. Little boys yeah. in their little robes with their masks on. Oh, yeah, it doesn't sound so good then. Either, oh, and it was just heartbreaking. It's just ridiculous, I isn't it? I thought those poor little kids. Unbelievable. Anyway, so I'm afraid, once again, Crescent and Dick uh, and the Metropolitan Police, absolute plankery. should be ashamed of yourself. Kevin, your second uh, nominee. Uh, it's another luminary from Labour. Um, uh, an old favourite uh, who's back, uh, probably hopefully for one week only, Jeremy Corbyn. Oh, yes. Uh, because uh, at the weekend, there was, of course, another kill the bill protest. 10,000 people arrived in London to uh, join that demonstration. Uh, I think it's extraordinary. It, it's called kill the bill. Uh, every week they fight. Uh, there were 10 police officers injured, 24 arrests, and this is uh, this is a protest to demand the right to peacefully protest. And these are all basically anarchists. Yeah, and who whipped really them up? Who they whipped know. them up into a frenzy with a big speech beforehand, just as the crowd was gathering? Our old friend, Comrade Corbyn, uh, the silly old person who cannot <laughs> he's never seen a demonstration or a protest he didn't want to get involved in uh, and once again I mean I would say that Keir Starmer needs to take him into line but of course he's not officially w under the Labour banner anymore is he? Well I think he's still in the Labour party but he's not in the he's parliamentary not, He's not in the parliamentary yeah, yeah. party. Mm. So. I mean, he, did he not get invited back in because that yeah. was where Sir Keir Starmer but, you know, you know, uh, can found I... himself in, in, incapable yeah. of blocking his re-entry into the party yeah. despite his a suspension for anti-Semitism. I just, I just look at, you know, looking at a better future, I just want a brighter future, a world in which we don't have to see old Cat Weasel with his glasses <laughs> and his Lenin hat addressing a crowd saying, protest, yeah. horrible Tories, Do you know what shut I'd like up, to Corbyn. See, I think what I'd like to see uh, quite at least once a week is him racing out of his uh, little house in Islington, yeah. and storming into a cab and slamming the door shut. Do you remember that? When yeah. he did good morning, that? good morning, good morning. Thank you, thank you. I mean, he literally would take the photographer's hand off yeah. if he'd got any yeah. closer to him. Yeah, but, yeah and all, the other thing is that uh, surveys have revealed and Keir Starmer is now being told by his focus group people mm. and by his advisers, uh, your problem in not going it gaining any traction as the new opposition leader is you have failed sufficiently to apologise for Jeremy Corbyn. Mm -hmm. Labour ha still have a massive Corbyn problem. People think Jeremy Corbyn when they think that party. He was a disaster, as we well know. And him cropping up uh, in his Lenin hat and his glasses, the old idiot, making his silly speeches, his student speeches at violent protests mm. against the police under the banner Kill the Bill, does not do Keir Starmer and the Labour Party. Well, do you know what? Well, once yeah. again, it's very bad news for the Labour Party because yeah, we've already had Clive yeah. Lewis. Now we've got Jeremy because, Corbyn. Well, this yeah. is this is the irony, isn't it? You've got Clive Lewis having a go, sort of like you know, everyone's racist. It's a hateful country. A member of the Labour Party mm. that has Jeremy Corbyn in it. Yes. I know. Who, who, who was suspended be, and then yeah. let back in? Yeah, but just so a which is it? Tiny weeny bit anti-Semitic. Right. Well, but well, that's not racism. No, that's not racism. One well, law. He has an exactly. anti-Semitism problem. <laughs> well, he certainly does. Mm. Let's have your second one, Dawn. Right, my second one, I'm going to go the polar opposite to Kevin, just for a change, go is on. Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson. I, I don't even know where to start. Well, I mean, it's been <laughs> another big week. I don't know and what is the reason for your start? nomination of Boris Johnson this it's week? It's been another big week for the big <laughs> exactly. man. Exactly. You're gonna, not going to do Meghan Markle next, are you? <laughs> oh, no, well, I'll Sadiq leave that Khan. one to you. You shouldn't make fun of anybody's choices, because, you know, people might start making fun of yours. I don't care. You've had two from the Labour Party so far. Oh, what's yeah. your third one? Yeah. And he goes, Bo look, come on, Kevin. If yeah, you don't is, think Boris Johnson is a plank this week, then you never were. You fancy him or something. 
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Who? Boris Johnson. Do I? Yeah. Everybody yeah, fancies yeah, Boris Johnson. Yeah, I really fancy Everyone yeah. fancies Boris Johnson. You Got know? a bit of a crush I'm on him. Any case, so Boris Johnson this week gave, gave this. I'd rather not talk about this, it. Uh, um, this, in fact, this, I'm not going to. This clear up. Good. Are you going to be quiet for five minutes? Uh, no. Oh, God, no. There's too much to hope for, isn't if it? If only. Um, <laughs> <laughs> any case, um, obviously, we were all glued to our TVs on Easter Bank Holiday Monday, where Boris Johnson gave uh, yet another conference um, from the very expensive Downing Street studio. 2.6 million. 2.6 million, and said, absolutely. He did. Well, word. not only did he not say very much, but he hardly took any time to say it. I didn't even. We understand. were all expecting this massive kind of announcement, right? Because that's what had been trailed in the papers. Yeah. He's got this great plan. He's going to unveil it on Monday. More details will be coming and forthcoming. And I said to somebody, literally five minutes before he came on, I said, "I bet he's still sitting in a room with a bit of paper going." So, what are we saying today? What are we saying? Yeah, I what are we doing? Because I, mean, I don't doing? think he knew no, what he was I saying. I don't think he has a absolute a clue. Scooby. And he is just being, you know, we're being led by the science. No, you're not. You're being bullied and dictated to by the science. Just grow a pair. And this mad testing thing where twice a week we're all meant to shove cotton buds up our noses. No chance. Why? That's not happening. What's the point? It's not happening. It's It's a good way of spending billions of pounds. Well, this is the point. I had to read this twice, right? One billion pound a month. One billion pound a month this is costing. People aren't going to bother. Of course yeah, but not. the money coming out of this country at the moment is ridiculous. Do you know what I heard today? And he said it to me before. Simon Calder uh, reporting into us from Croydon. I, 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 of I all heard places, that, yeah. right? A million that. pounds an hour is costing us to run the trains in this country. A million pounds an hour. Wow. And that's not just for 12 hours. Wow. That's 24 hours a day. 24 million a day is costing just, us just, just, to keep running a load of trains which nobody's going on. No. Well, I, I mean, I get furious when I walk into this building here. Because almost every time I do, I have to stop and let a bus pass me, right? Every single bus that passes me is empty. Not one has got one individual person on it. Because well, the me- going because, on. because the messaging it's been like that throughout the crisis. Yeah, because the messaging is still stay home, stop killing your granny, stop slaughtering nurses on the front line. You're all going to die. Despite the fact that everything is going in the right direction, the vaccination program has absolutely been a success. Um, so why are we still being terrorised? Yeah. It seems to me that yes, they do finally want to get us out of it, but they're so terrified of don't going too early. Yeah. That somehow it will come back to haunt we're, them. We're protecting you, and but we're you protecting know what? The NHS. I mean, no, you're not. Now, you're protecting yourselves. If you talk to anybody about this, they'll still tell you they don't really know that much about it. So there's a pretty good chance that something could go wrong anyway. Oh, so why not just get on with it? Just absolutely. And if it all goes that's... horribly wrong, 
than just say, well, we couldn't, we didn't see that coming. I'm afraid. I mean, nobody's going to, you know, nobody gave Boris a hard time in December when this new no, variant ab- came. Yeah, absolutely. And All people started dying in big yeah. numbers. Even those of us who had been yeah. really critical of, of not opening up the pubs and all that, we said, okay, fair enough. There's a lot of people dying. We accept that you have to lock it down. We get that. Yeah. But that was in January. Yeah. And we're mm. still in the same lockdown and it's April and nobody's dying. It's either the vaccines work or they don't work. They seem to be working. So why are we still in this semi paralysed state? You know, they might be letting us out of our houses now, but they're locking us down in our Heads. Yeah, but I, I wonder how many people are actually bothering anymore. I think more and more people just aren't. Well, I there's mean, an I've awful lot of people. Where I live, people are just not paying any attention. Well, I'll tell no. you what, I was in Greenwich no. on Friday driving out of London, and I've never seen it so busy. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, I mean, talk, comparing it to normal summers, it's busier. Where there's no, it's, it was as busy as it is when there's tourists here. Yeah. There was people yeah. all over the streets. What, it was what? a sunny day. Yeah. The Cussie Sark was crowded. Yeah. There was nobody actually on it, but there were people all around it. Inside the park, because there was loads of people. Because it's being counterproductive now. Because on a normal day, people would be going shopping, they'd be in pubs, they'd be in restaurants, they'd be going to football matches. But now there's nothing to do. So what you're going to do is you're going to go and sit in a park yeah. with your mates because that's all you can do. Well, that's all and you that's can do. that's why everyone's so busy. I know. I'm betwixt and between my my second one because um, I'm not sure if I want to put Sage in it as well as Boris, but I think I might have to because I had a call today from somebody who said you should put the public in because there are people who do actually want this lockdown to continue. That, yeah. There are mm-hmm. people who say they don't want, believe the polls. They, who say, I don't believe no. This is not. I'm not talking. I'm not talking about pollsters. I'm talking about people who say things like. What's the big deal? You know, you have to have a passport to go to a, to, to, to a foreign yeah, country. You have to have a DVLA uh, driving license. They've got all your details. Well, not if you don't you, drive, you, know. you haven't. Yeah, but they except haven't. this is different. This is asking for somebody uh, outside of a building who might be a shop, who might be a hotel, might be a train, might be a pub, who are going to say to you, I want to see proof that you are not sick, right? Yeah. Now, first of all, it doesn't work because you can't enforce it. And second of all, Sick in what way? You know, what if somebody, as I keep saying, is some kind of you know, violent criminal? Yeah. You know, you could stand in a pub and the guy next to you might have been done for assault and battery. Yeah. You don't know that. No, no, no. But if you get in a row with him and he starts hitting you with an iron bar, you're going to find out. Yeah. But you can't ban people on the basis of what they might do, can and, you? And plus, I think you That's said this on, law. You said this on your radio show as well, Mike. I think you can't actually expect pubs to to organize it how are they meant to do it i mean the people that are are trying to implicate and we know it'll happen we know that's what they want to do and boris can lie to us blue in the face about no 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 vaccine passports absolute lie we know it's going to come, but they've already, just, they've already put well, out the cover. They've already signed someone they're, up to make it. They've never been to a pub. They've never. Yeah, but worked. that might be one reason for sure that we know it won't happen because they've wasted a load of money. Yeah. Well, and it won't work. Do you remember well, when yeah. they spent four billion on updating the NHS database yeah. and it yeah. never worked? I'm That's just, right. right. Whatever they say, I'm just automatically thinking. But they've never obviously been to a pub before a football match. And you try. Yeah. You try going right. Can I see your passport? But it's I also like, said to somebody, yeah, you know, they're going to make it safe for people to go to football. Really? That's yeah. interesting. Love you first. You know, I've seen them fighting around the back of Surrey Keys with Mimble play at home. I'm not yes, saying they do it that. all the time. <laughs> I think it was West Ham, actually. Yeah, well. But, you know, there are people who go to football, and obviously it's a much smaller number than it, than it used to be, but there are people who go to football for a punch-up. They enjoy it. 
It's mm. part of what the football life is, oh. right? Now, I don't want my kids to get caught up in it, and I don't particularly want to get caught up in it. Certainly where I, I go. That's where I, I go. Well, like, I mean, it's the, it's the only reason you would go to Fulham, isn't it? Yeah, well, you yeah. wouldn't go to, to football. To, to, to well, you get your butlers to have yeah. a fight at Fulham. Yeah. <laughs> the opposition might beat us on the pitch, but we'll kill them in the stands. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, this is the point. So I'm afraid I'm going to put Sage in there, because not only are they still gripping... Uh, very firmly Boris Johnson's arm and not allowing him to do supposedly they've got what he wants to do. Arm. Well, they might have something. No, I think Carrie's got those. I don't think they. <laughs> they're yeah, they're not. He hasn't got those anymore. He's had them taken off him. Um, but they're now saying Witty, Valance, and the rest of them, and Ferguson, all saying, "Oh yeah, well the thing is, we should probably be socially distancing for at least a year." <laughs> what? Hang on a second. Why? Hang on a second. The, the, why? What is the point of the vaccine? Well, then? Why? If, if you're not going to die from this, there's no point in socially distancing. There's no point in not going to the pub. There's no point in staying in your house. Just live a normal life, and you might get what used to be the flu. Now you yeah. might get COVID but for look, a few look days. Look at how well. If it's not fatal, we cannot carry on like look this. Look at it's the statistics. Madness. Yeah, look at the statistics coming from Israel, proving that very point. It's madness. And yet we're expected to wear masks they've forgotten. They've forgotten the sort of reason for all yeah. this. The reason for... Well, the uh, original the, reason was to stop overwhelming just lost the NHS. in the midst Which of time. We're just doing it now. I know. We're just Absolutely doing nonsense. it. It's ridiculous. By the way, can I just also, as per usual, uh, put in my weekly um, uh, vote for Meghan and Harry... Uh, who will continue to be carried over. Oi, 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 you. You have a go at me for nominating Boris every blooming week because yeah, he is a plank. Yeah, but I can't... Meghan and Harry, go and have a go at him. Well, go you on. usually nominate Meghan and Well, one week. person is carried <laughs> over. I, I prefer to leave Meghan and Harry as a constant because they're always doing something plankish. Uh, today's story was that uh, she was apparently offered the opportunity to be an actress and continue her role in the royal family. She, she should still give that a go, I think. Well, sometimes. I mean, she's acting <laughs> her way she through. She's acting her way through her life at the moment, but that's yeah. another story. Kevin, who's your third? Uh, I'm going to sit the Oxford Cambridge boat oh, race, yes. uh, which for reasons Had terribly full them. The only thing anyone really cared about the boat race, apart from the participants, was it was a lovely London spectacle. Yeah, it was very English. Nobody gives a, like a, a damn. Although, although it was many years ago. Um, when they started importing people to be in the boat race, who happened to be brilliant well, rowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah like all these American, people American. Canadians, yeah. Australians. But I mean, again, but again, you know, I mean, Oxford, exactly, Oxford won, Cambridge yeah, won. Yeah, but it wasn't exactly chariots. Who cares? But it yeah. Wasn't, yeah, but it wasn't no. exactly chariots of fire, yeah, was but it? no one cared. No one cared who won. It was just a nice spectacle. And people would line Good the Good excuse to have a drink by So the it river. was a London event. Uh, really My dad used a to nice, force us to bet on it. And that, yeah. and that, and that, so this, this uh, year... Uh, because apparently Hammersmith Bridge might collapse. <laughs> That's not going to happen. And also because That's ridiculous. also no, because no. they couldn't risk the crowds. No, they moved no. it to an obscure stretch of water in the River Ely up in Cambridgeshire. Uh, I suppose the other problem we can get anywhere near Hammersmith Bridge, you might get savaged by that woman's dog. Yeah, right? that's right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, was only, I was only coming up for a stroll. Yeah. Warning to seals: <laughs> don't come this way. Uh, so they moved it to this obscure stretch of uh, water in the River Ely. Uh, and guess news, what? Both it? the women's yeah. race and the men's race, Cambridge won. Hometown advantage. Well, there you go. If I was Oxford, I'd be, I'd be uh, I would putting say, yeah. I would say yeah. you might be right about that, except for the fact that they managed to actually block off all of the uh, the towpaths, so nobody could Actually's line that, the oh, river. That was, that was the I thing mean, that it's got in me. the open air. They, they, they keep telling us, right, that it's all right when um, uh, there's good ventilation and it's obviously much less dangerous in the open air. So why do they keep banning things did that go on yeah. in the open air? Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. did you read the warning? The police actually put mm. a not turn up we will find you you will be breaking the yeah, law yeah. i used to do rowing you know when i was in uh, my not anymore school. though right not anymore no <laughs> not anymore i don't do much actually, not at the anymore. moment right? can you imagine not mike getting the canoe no but we bizarrely no do you know what we did we had in my school we had a bloke called jim clark who you won't remember 
uh, but he was a member of the 1972 British Olympic rowing team, and he was our PE teacher. Okay. And so wow. he got us into, we used to go down to Putney um, and buy the Putney Bridge. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. in Putney, there's a thing called the rowing tank, where you actually sit on one of these chairs okay. that goes backwards and forwards, yeah. and you row, but you don't go anywhere. It's like a stationary rowing machine, yeah. except there's actually water. It's quite cool. Yeah. And we used to row up and down in Putney. Yeah, it was quite interesting. So you, wouldn't, yeah. so you wouldn't know that about me. No, I, well, I'm absolutely stunned into silence mm, for once. How come I've got this? Yeah. You know, I have no response body, to that. I've got this upper body physique. <laughs> Not you know that I can say about. Yeah, yeah. And you get this power for nothing. You know, <laughs> you know I've got this powerful yeah. upper body. It all body dates physique. back to your rowing it years. Does. It does. <laughs> Extraordinary stuff. But, but anyway, yeah, they've ruined uh, the boat race. Yeah. Uh, and for that, uh, they're planks of the week. Yeah, I think that's very good. Dawn? Okay, I'm going to go for sex. Are you? Yeah. You're in the wrong, couple of the wrong place. I know. Yeah, tell me this about it. This is the rowing centre. Nothing, nothing, nothing. <laughs> tell us about your first sex. How many experience. times have you? How many times have you walked into a room and said that and just watched with horror the reaction? <laughs> Quite a few. Any case, this the nomination is actually one James Norton, who is an actor. Actor. Actor, and uh, um, he's one of those with a name that I sort of recognise. I, I, yeah, I, rec I recognise a picture of him. Very famous. Very famous. Yeah, he was Gonna in Grantchester and Happy Valley, and he's Grantchester Happy Valley. Oh, that's him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know, yeah. Yeah, that's what he's very nice chat, that. by the way. Yeah. Very nice I'm sure he's Scottish. lovely. Uh -huh. He he's, Scottish. he's tipped to be the next James Bond, but mm. he gave an interview this week saying that, um, well, as far as being Bond's concerned, I do find sex scenes potentially traumatic. <laughs> Hello. Has he had to do actor. one with Madonna or something? It's, uh, no? I mean, that could be. Has he had to do one with Madonna? Well, <laughs> well, exactly. But I mean, you know, it's, it's hardly being, you know, fighting in Afghanistan no. or being on the front line of the NHS no. or, you know, down a coal mine well, even. the front line of the NHS, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Or even. That's amazing. Or even they're all hard workers in the NHS. They're all heroes. So, nurses. Great. Have you seen, are. by the way, have you seen that mural that's outside of King's College? You go down the bottom of the shards on the escalator, you walk down towards Guy's Hospital. It's a huge mural, right? And it says. Is there a hero standing behind you? Oh, what's the to nurse? To which I thought, well, I better bloody not be. No, it's a nurse. People. I don't like people standing behind me. There's a bloke. There's yeah. a bloke who looks a bit like a doctor. Is that who you mean? Yeah. And then it's like, you know, who do you want to thank? Yeah. And but all this stuff's written. It's like something in North look. Korea. I'm so sorry. I was, I was down at the embankment the other uh, last. We'll come back last, to your nomination in a minute. That's fine. Just week. chat amongst yourself. Uh, You've seen those. The, golf so I saw them all. These dorks like drawing hearts on that wall. Uh, which is the COVID memorial. Oh, so there's you? all these people like drawing, and they're, they're trying to count. Are them. they rainbow coloured? Well, it goes on for ages, and you just thought, well, what a waste of time. I know. I don't, I don't understand what's happened to this country. I really don't. Anyway, Any, what, are you finished? Any case, I anyway. mean, I think that makes so sense. It's sex just following in the footsteps. Who's he done? What we need to know is who he's done a sex scene with, which is traumatic. particularly plankish. I'd find it traumatic to do a sex scene. Would you? Well, yeah. I'd find it traumatic if I'd do one with you. Yeah, blimey. <laughs> I mean, it must be quite weird. I've often said this, right? If you're married or partnered with some actor it's or, acting. or actress, well, it's not really it acting. Is, it's your job. Oh, come on. Not really. Well, I don't come to work and take my clothes off and get into bed with another woman. Because and you're not an did, actor, you're a radio presenter. Listen, we're doing a lot of changes at Talk Radio. <laughs> Uh, I haven't told you about the new show. New TV doing. channel coming. Um, you know, here's mm. the thing. Um, <laughs> imagine if you were, though, you know, my wife watching me doing that, or if you were watching your husband doing yeah. it. It's called acting. It's a good what idea for a new show. It's called acting. acting. Yeah, it's but like did you watch that? Yeah, but it's, um, it is, I, Bridgerton, I think it is quite traumatic. Bridgerton. Did oh, you watch God, that? that rubbish. There was an awful lot of quite, you know, what you might regard as um, 
racy sex in that, right? Yeah. Yeah. What's and that like? I, I don't know. I can't remember racy well, sex. I was forced to watch it one night because <laughs> um, rubbish, isn't it? it was absolute cobblers. Yeah. But I was thinking I'd actually be embarrassed to do that. Yeah, yeah, that's you what know, I mean. Because I, not I, only are you, I'd find it very You're actually pretending. I'm with, I'm with, I'm with Norton. I'm with Norton. Yeah. It's just acting. Come on, get over it. Well, why is he not traumatised by being shot at? Well, he might well be. Well, I he mean, didn't he's say that, such did a he? blooming snowflake. I didn't know you used to. He was such he's a, he's a very nice chap. Well, I don't think that's very fair. I don't think Kevin and I would be in any way described as snowflakes. But snowflakes. we shall, but we shall move on. I think we should Big move snowflakes. on. We should move on because I know that you're going to complain about this, both of you, right? Because you're always saying, oh, we always nominate the same people. But I'm going to have to I do this, I'm afraid. Well, he does it a lot, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, well, we've, already got, Boris Megan we've already got girl. Boris Johnson. <laughs> You've already done two Labour um, guys. Exactly, get over yourself. Well, here's the thing, right? right. I'm now going to put in the kingmaker of the Labour Party, Sir Keir Starmer. Not just because he hasn't sorted out Jeremy Corbyn, not just because he hasn't done anything to Clive Lewis, but because he decided uh, it would be a great idea over, over Easter to go and visit a church. Now, normally, poor old Keir, uh, as I've said before, doesn't see a fence uh, and, and can't uh, walk past it without <laughs> sitting on it. With splinters. You know, he decides to go to a place called the Jesus House. Now, call me old-fashioned. If you were going to go to the, the Church of St. Martin in the Fields, yeah. St. Paul's Cathedral, mm -hmm. you know, maybe even Ely Cathedral mm -hmm. or something like that, you would sort so of you'd see the boat race, couldn't you? Yeah, you could see yeah. the boat race as well. Well, exactly, you wouldn't be allowed to watch it, except on TV. No. But, I mean, here's the thing. You would go... Okay, that's probably pretty mainstream. Mm. Now, we all know that there are some pubs, apparently, that have been turned into houses, places of worship, mm. by a lot of these kind of what you might regard as Christian fundamentalist yeah, slightly type cultist. places. Slightly mm. culty. In mm. a place called the Jesus House, you'd go, mm, maybe. Yeah. Or at the very least... I go to church if you have a couple of points. Yeah, I mean, as long as that, that's how they get them in. Yeah. But the point is, is if you had any kind of nous politically, or if you had any sort of staff, which he does have, would you not say... Can somebody just check this place check out, out to make sure that it's not associated with anything, you yeah. know, which wouldn't be on message for us? <laughs> it's like right? everything, everything he does with this, it afterwards, yeah. Wah, 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 yeah. Wah, yeah. Wah. And there's and all I and all I see is Keir Starmer on one knee, kind of going, yeah. I'm, oh, really, yeah. "I'm really sorry," yeah. or clapping for the NHS. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, the heroes. Yes, yeah, so someone around the church. It's not one knee, Keir. It's two here. Right. Anyway, it turns out the bloke that runs the Jesus House is a massive homophobe. <laughs> <laughs> not very keen on the LBGT community and has said some things which might be regarded as a bit outrageous, right? And not the sort of thing that you should be thinking, for heaven's sake. So here's what Keir puts out the following day after visiting, trying to make a big photo opportunity about this great sort of Christian thing. Because he gets accused all the time of only bigging up the Muslim population or the Hindu yeah. population. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's all over Passover whenever there's a Jewish holiday. So he tries to do the Christian one, right? <laughs> he has to put out this tweet. I completely disagree with Jesus House's beliefs on LGBT plus rights, which I was not aware of before my visit. I apologise for the hurt my visit caused and have taken down the video. <laughs> yeah, it was a mistake, how and I you... accept that. Yeah. What a plank! I mean, how can you get it? So how can you get wrong? it so wrong? It's not yeah. complicated. Jesus, Jesus Christ, you think it wouldn't have been that hard to find no. the Jesus House you... blokes? News. This is another thing about right. how hapless Keir is. So the in-house newspaper for the Labour Party, the Observer, not Pravda. Something. You know, he came. He came. <laughs> well, the Observer. 
Uh, the Observer, arguably even worse than The Guardian, no mean feat. Yeah, even uh, sells even fewer oh copies. God, I mean, nobody reads it, it's awful. But anyway, the splash was Keir coming out fighting, because he's so useless at being the opposition leader. As you know, this is like the one-year anniversary of him taking over from Comrade Corbyn. He's done an absolute... What a great year it's been. He's done such a superb... Well, that's it. He's done such a lousy job. He has to come out fighting. Hang on, let's, let's just recap, shall we? I mean, he's been in isolation three times, yeah. hasn't he? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Isolation row. Tried to go to church, couldn't do that. He's in but yeah, so so <laughs> when when after a year the leader of the party has to come out saying, I am good to be the Prime Minister, I am the man to lead the country, you know, you know he's in big trouble. Mm. So what analogy did he use? Uh, and uh, what analogy did they put in the headline on the Observer on right. Sunday? It was, I'm going to rip off the mask <laughs> and prove that I'm right and fit to run the country. Well, this is not the time no. to use that analogy, it really is isn't. it? It really isn't. He's, he's so also useless. He's also hopeless, because the other thing he did, you remember, was uh, he talks about wrapping himself in the flag <laughs> and yeah. making sure that Labour stood for Britain. Um, he then said, uh, the only thing that I think is going to save his backside is coming up soon if he votes against the vaccine passports which there's talk that he might and he might get the Labour Party to vote against it mm, I think, think I think he will become a lot more popular overnight yeah, maybe not, he'll I'm, just work out if you oppose the Tories people might like yeah, it you are after in, all you are the opposition yeah. Yeah, but not getting, yeah exactly not getting the church thing possibly but not understanding the word opposition I no, mean no. it's like you know and that's all we want now, is just someone to say, it's, Boris, no, stop. It's, it's, it's very simple, as you said, Mike. All he's got to do is oppose vaccine passports, make that the official policy, vote against Boris in yeah. uh, the House of Commons when they have that vote, because Boris has promised to vote on that, uh, and he will find a groundswell of support will yeah. come behind him. Exactly right. Pretty easy, Keir. It's not difficult, mate. Get on with it. No. And also, next time you go to a church or any place of worship, check out who runs it and what they <laughs> might have said in the past. It's a Google search. Yeah. I mean, you don't even have to send a private investigator down yeah. just put him his name into google and see what comes back yeah mm. it's basic mm. which does not mean dull in my in this context <laughs> right now Primal. so, Primal. so uh, Primal. let's do uh, the final nine that we have now got oh, including Lord, Meghan and harry which remember. will be added in so um who's going to call for who's first well you're the boss well do you want to you want to choose mine okay we'll sure. go that way sure, sure so my three are the metropolitan police for their Good Friday invasion of <laughs> yeah. the, many church of the Polish church in Ballum. <laughs> Getting those desperados. Sage, I'm yep. going to make it Sage, not just Chris Whitty, for their ludicrous um, assertion that we should be still doing social distancing for at least a year and continue to wear masks for the end of time because it will be safer that way. Uh, and for continuing to hold Boris back from actually doing what he wants to do. And Sir Keir Starmer, leader of the Labour Party, hapless individual, failure uh, as leader of the opposition, useless at pretty much everything he does, and fence-sitter. It's a bit obvious, route one, but I think it affects more people, so sage. I yes. was very yes. tempted, no, by, I the, get that. I I think that's very tempted by the police, because that yeah, was Yeah, I'm outrage. tempted by the police. They've got to be highly just... commended, but I think sage... <laughs> Is yeah. affects so many millions of people that that's what I'm going for. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a good mm. choice. No, agree. Okay, so now Dawn, you tell me your three. Right. Okay, mine are. I'm still trying to pronounce this. Nasut. <laughs> Nas <laughs> N a s u w t. The teaching yes. union, basically, um, for their decolonising of like an Australian animal. Nasut. Nasut. No idea. Any case, planks. Um, Boris Johnson. <laughs> 
Boris. Boris. Yeah. Who, yeah, I, I may nominate occasionally, but the man is an utter Every week. blank, Kevin. <laughs> Every single week. Every single week. And um, Megan. Says a man that nominates <laughs> Labour Party members every single week. I thought he was just making a joke about the fact that they're in it every no. week. So Why are you taking it so personally? Yeah. I, I don't know, because I don't nominate Megan so every week. you should just say week. in future, Mike. So, Boris Dawn, does. what are the reasons you're nominating <laughs> Boris and Megan this week? <laughs> I've got the nomination for you, Kevin. Yeah. Uh, the third one was, oh, you're not going to go for this one, are you? Because you, you, you are too shy to have sex as an actor uh, that's not what I said. in a role. I think you'll find there'll be plenty of people that would suggest that you've just it's, made a Oh, it's not traumatic. What do you Being call an it actor when, is it, not traumatic. Stop call, it. What do you call it when, he, when uh, James goes, uh, takes fat, doesn't wear any underpants? Norton Commando. <laughs> Any case, so basically, James Norton is the actor. Tips me next Bond, yeah. who, who like needs to one. Roger Moore. I agree. There's a James Bond joke as well. <laughs> now I like that actually. So you're wrong. Once again, you've you've picked wrongly because I'm going to go for him because I think it's much more interesting than putting Boris Johnson in as well as yes. okay. I think James. Shut up, you. James Norton as a plank will definitely go into the oh, top okay. three. Okay, thank you. All right. I think, uh, because that is a pretty ridiculous I'm, thing to say. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm traumatised by doing sex scenes. Do me a favour, James. I'm Jimmy. objecting to that. Snowflake. Nice well, we, Snowflake. Can vote. we can vote later on who comes top. So now, um, Kevin, you tell uh, Dawn's Dawn choosing mine. Okay, your three mine, mine were uh, Ku Klux Klan fan, uh, Clive Lewis, oh, yeah. uh, mm. Jeremy Corbyn and his Lenin hat protesting, <laughs> even though he's 107 years old. <laughs> Grow up, you old git. <laughs> And finally, the boat race for moving from London's River Thames to somewhere that no one's ever heard of. Well, like Cambridgeshire. I've heard of Cambridgeshire. No, that enough. bit of river. I mean, you know, ruining that sporting event. I there you go. Yeah, I think it was the Ouse, wasn't it? It was the Ouse, yeah. 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 Sure yeah. And, and it goes yeah. through Ely, which is a big cathedral in the middle of the Fens. The Fens? Yeah. Sitting on the Fens? He could have gone there for another reason then, yeah. old Keir. Yeah. Sitting on the Fens. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that's what's wrong with your mouth. Oh. Bad. We should just nominate the jokes. Yes, really. I know. Yeah, come on then. <laughs> right, so. I'm, I'm going to. Uh, to me, this is a no-brain. I'm going to go for Clive Lewis. Yeah, I, I agree thought, with you. I thought it was absolutely appalling absolutely. what he said. Good absolutely choice. Absolutely shocking. Good okay. Choice. Good nomination. Well, that's good. Kev. Well, that's a good. That's a good Thank top three. Well, I think. You're so <laughs> Sage, Sage, uh, James Norton, and Clive Lewis. I know I chose it, but I think it, you, again, Sage does affect millions of people. But I do think. The Clive Lewis incident was outrageous, yeah. and for that no, I reason, do. I think it's Clive. I, I agree, I think that's I agree a good with choice, Kevin, actually. no? Yeah. I think that's a good choice, because he is definitely... And, I mean, he has done stupid things before, but that was particularly stupid. Um, no, it, was, it was stupid, it was offensive, it was divisive, it was And, he, and also, he didn't apologise for it. No. You know? I mean, he was given plenty of opportunity to do that, and he never did. It's mm -mm. puerile and juvenile. Yeah. So, should we make James Norton second now? No, they've got to be safe second. It's got to be safe. It's got to be safe. James and Honourable third. All right, so, so that's what we'll do. So, Sage second, James Norton third. I think that's pretty good. We'll yeah, carry over Harry and Meghan. Yeah, it's not bad. Again, again. And uh, thank you once again for watching. You don't forget, you can also listen. There is a podcast. It will be on the radio too. Uh, this is Plank of the Week. They are the panel, Dawn and Kevin. We'll see you next time. <laughs>